The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. This is the recording of the Senior Sangha Zoom meeting on March 26th. Unfortunately, David's guided meditation was not recorded, so he will re-record that as a separate recording, and we'll get that up on Audio Dharma sometime after next week and let you all know. We've edited out a lot of the fussing with Zoom, so here is the session starting with the first breakout question. So, so what um, the question for the group is, I've got two questions and um, so try to remember these. <laughs> the first is, and it kind of relates to the, met, to the guided that we just did, what is good for you now? What is good for you? And the second one is, how can you best take care of yourself now? What is good for you now? How can you best take care of yourself now? And um, I think Stan's got it down there as a chat. Thank you, Stan. Oh, I just put it in the chat. Oh, you do. Oh, okay, so it's in the chat. And so I, I think Chris will break us into groups of four. And I think we're gonna give us, give a, a good long time for this. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, the, the ground rules are, you know, we're, this is a kindness we're giving to each other. Um, this, is, this is kind attention that we're giving each other. And so we're, you know, we're not interrupting or talking over or talking too much. We're giving everyone a chance to speak and uh, equally, hopefully. And, um, and we're, not, we're not helping each other except through our kind presence. Okay. We'll see you in 20 minutes. People are breaking up. Let's let's hear from uh, uh, maybe not you know maybe a, a couple of uh, from from uh, group one. Whoever group one, unmute yourself and share yeah. a little. If you're in group one, can you raise your hand? Please? Oh, yeah. It's, it's Jeff. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, we, we all seem to in uh, our friends and family and getting connected and uh, 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 getting some exercise when that's possible. And uh, um, so I. We got to, I live in the community and they've got a party going on outside. <laughs> they got uh, New York North being blasted away. So, <laughs> you know, talk, but that's, that's pretty much it.
Not well at all. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yes. All right. I'm not sure why Jeff's working up. Let's go to group two. Hi. Uh, this is Paul. I'm a person out of group two that agreed to uh, report. And we had uh, things that I took note of. Um, one was that people found it very helpful to have a schedule for their day, uh, you know, not just be uh, totally unformatted. And uh, the second thing that people uh, reported was that uh, when uh, exposing themselves to the news, they felt like it was worthwhile to take some time beforehand and to do some activity afterwards that would uh, bring us into a positive frame of mind. Thank you. Group three? Yeah, I'm going to talk for group three. We have a representation from Wisconsin, Washington, D.C., California. Um, group Three was very positive and saw um, social opportunity to self It's like a retreat within a retreat. Um, and there was an array of, of, of things people were doing to take, take care of themselves, including taking walks. Um, uh, anxiety about COVID-19 was expressed. Um, uh, you know, uh, yeah, there were a us that are, you know, what, what can happen with this, um, which helps you to take care of yourself because you're going to keep yourself exposed and um, make it more scary, like not knowing whether you have it or not. Um, so that's, that's a brief snapshot of Okay, group four. Okay, this is Jim Bronson in Vancouver, British Columbia. I'm seeing a tooth. Sorry about that. Uh, group four. Uh, positive feelings. Uh, first of all, that it's great to be able to get together by Zoom and how we wouldn't have discovered that had we not really needed to. And so folks were saying, you know, we hope we can continue this uh, camaraderie and neighbors wave in at each other. Uh, it was also mentioned that what a resource there is to have like Itzhak Perlman and Yo-Yo Ma and Jane Goodall and uh, from my point of view, talk, uh, in addition to Gill and Insight Meditation Center in making programs and meditations and lots of good insights and connections available. So it was, uh, it was an upbeat group. I was really pleased to see such a, a warm-hearted group. And just to close off, of course, that the opportunity practice 
always the opportunity, but it seems a little more intensified nowadays. So that's me, over and out. Group four. Thank you. Group five. I, um, I think we didn't notice what number we were and we got talking and didn't have a spokesperson. <laughs> so since of the silence, I'm thinking maybe we would be five. Um, the, um, what was lovely, one, one person in our group was supported practice, you know, taking this time to actually deepen one's practice. And also, the, someone else mentioned in the group to have a schedule during the day and so uh, to practice and part to uh, some creative activities that were very nourishing and as well as taking the time to be out in nature, uh, how it, they all sort of played together. And balance being connected with those in our community, um, but also taking time for ourselves so that we can maintain the balance of sort of cultivating an inner calm and showing care and connection with those who may be needing um, support uh, and appreciating this connection and appreciating what uh, IMC is offering uh, the, our community and the greater world right now. So Thank I hope I represented our group. <laughs> Thank you very much. You did a great job. Okay. Hi, I'll speak for group six. Can you hear me? Yes, very well. Great. Um, very similar themes. Um, we kind of mush together what's good in our life and how you can Best, how we can best take care of ourselves. Uh, many of them are, are similar or the things that are good we should continue to promote. But first of all, we're, what's good in our lives, we're alive um, and, uh, and grateful for it. And gratitude for many, many things, um, including these uh, tools that allow us to, uh, to each other and uh, to, um, to other people and connected to various um, things that um, are, are of meaning to us, whether it's, um, you know, ver ver museums, um, or a movie group, a sports, silly sports movie group, or things like that. Getting exercise, uh, eating right. Um, all these are, it strikes me, are uh, roadmaps to uh, effective to good aging well, um, which is our overall our overall theme anyway. It's just they're a little bit intense right now, and the, I think perhaps the need to keep a schedule is even more important. Great, thank you. Group is it six now or is it seven? 
Six. Six, okay, thank you. Seven. Seven, okay. Uh, this is Carol. I will speak for group then. Um, well, <laughs> we had a very uh, lively conversation, and I think we're all in agreement about how um, social media, I mean, has really um, stepped up to the challenge. And um, I know speaking for myself, it kind of made me, um, it's making me um, realize what it is to live alone. And I hope we don't lose this connection because it's been very helpful. Um, a couple of us realized that we hadn't out. We've really been sheltering in place, and uh, we probably need exercise. So that will be uh, coming. And um, also practice. It, this is why we're practicing, right? For situations like this. And um, one was knitting a lot, and I think a couple of us, uh, we're finding um, practice to be really the thing that was most um, helpful in terms of just, you know, staying away from the anxious, the anxiety, realizing when it's there, meditating much more. So I find, personally, I'm, I'm really finding a new relationship to my practice. So that's, that's all. Thank you. Okay, group eight. I will speak for group eight. Um, a lot of the same themes. We had a very small group. We started out as four and lost one person who wasn't on video. So it was quite intimate and nice. And we talked about how nice it is to have time to meditate. Um, as well as appreciating nature and being out in nature, watching birds, noticing the spring flowers and how um, fulfilling that can be. Um, one of the things that we were finding helpful was taking breaks from the news and not just staying so much uh, in the general media but also connecting, listening to Dharma talks and really deepening our practice and connecting with people in our lives. I think that sum, sums it up. Thank you. Group nine. I got it. Uh, so um, a lot of similar themes in our talk. talked a lot about self-care, uh, exercise, uh, eating better, uh, and so on. We talked about uh, the stress that's come from disruption to uh, daily routines. Uh, for example, uh, food and uh, ordering online. There's a lot of background noise I'm hearing. Uh, but anyway, uh, ordering online food for the first time and how frustrating uh, about uh, uh, re reconnecting with family uh, is important. 
and uh, and uh, taking just taking a look at our uh, a much closer look at our everyday life and the stuff around us and uh, what are we what are we going to do with this stuff, especially uh, stuff we don't use anymore or haven't touched in a long time uh, and uh, I feel better about. Uh, or use of it or uh, giving it away. Uh, that covered most of it. Thank you. Uh, group nine now, is that right? That was nine. Group 10, please. Um, hi, this is Gloria. I'm spokesperson for group 10. Um, a lot of what we talked about was simul similarly already covered. Um, one person did um, do the silent retreat with Gil um, via Zoom and was really grateful to, uh, has been continuing to listen to um, Gil's talks every morning at seven. Um, I guess he's been doing a 15-minute dharmet and found that uh, um, being able to continue the retreat was really helpful at this time when um, it can be very stressful for people. Um, we talked about doing good nutrition, getting exercise, whether that be walking outside. Um, one of the um, it almost seems like Mother Nature is cleansing the world right now because there's far less pollution as a result of people being pretty much um, isolated in place and not driving a lot. And um, so Italy had terrible uh, smog from that could be seen from um, outer space and now the air is clear so um, maybe mother nature is just sending us a message that we need to listen to um, and I hope that pretty much Um, so, um, but I think a lot of the other things have also been covered already, so I won't go into everything. Anyway, that's group 10. Thank you so much. Group 11, please. Um, hi. Um, I'm, uh, our group is very small. It was just me and one of the meeting is at two o'clock here um so it's afternoon uh, we both super agreed on um what we felt good about we're both um self-employed and are just before this and during this we just are continually aware that we're in the lap of luxury with running water and all things we have we just are, you know, amazed that, that we've landed in, in luxury. 
And uh, so we both like absolutely understood what each other meant on that, on the what we were doing to be good for ourselves. Um, my partner, uh, all the usual things, all the people said about all the things that we were trying to do to be good for ourselves before this, the meditate, food, exercise, you know, the usual. So we, that, there wasn't a lot of new information in that because we all we knew we were going on that. Um, and so I propose we switch it a little bit to say, well, what was the edge of what we were working on that wasn't that? And um, my partner had said uh, she was working on instead of feeling like she knows everything and then if something doesn't work out, sort of be surprised, you know, easier to go with the flow of unexpected. Maybe what you ordered online arrived and it wasn't what you ordered. That's fine, you know, just to be able to go with the flow. And uh, the thing that I was working on was the same thing I was working on before this, which is I tend to go through my day and sort of, I'm happy I'm doing things, but I'm not really present and aware. I'm still, even though I'm enjoying it. So I'm still working on that. And a thing that I didn't mention, but I thought was tossing into this. Starting this morning, I'm not going on Facebook. And that has been, it's made the whole day different. It's not having the onslaught of the political commentary and the responding and the respond was incredibly good experiment. Recommend it. And that's it from group 11. Hey, thank you. That's interesting. How's that being done? Um, group 12, please. Hi, this is Maureen. I'm group 12. Let me know if I need to shut my camera off for the, the audio to come out correctly. I'm okay. Okay, good. Um, so our group was really grateful that the community that's been provided online, people are participating in IMC's offerings and some of the other offerings and people were genuinely sounded excited about that. Um, as far as what's good, I mean, it sounds like everybody wants to stay connected that that was really important. sort of like we have to be aware of not being harsh on ourselves and and overly nitpicky about things and and to allow ourselves to to be spontaneous and go with the flow in this whole thing and do what seems appropriate at the time and I guess that's it great thank you so um, I guess it's 14 now 13 13, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I'm uh, group 13. Uh, we had an interesting discussion. Unfortunately, one of the four members never got on audio or video. Um, her name is Ann. But, uh, so probably needs to work on Zoom stuff, uh, among other things. The... Uh, uh, let's see, the, the um, important things that were mentioned by members of the group included uh, such things. One, one member was a dog walker or a dog owner and is 
notice that the dogs are very happy during this time because their owners are at home all the time. And I take it that the owner was happy because she can spend a lot more time with her dog than perhaps would normally be able to. Um, another, uh, everyone mentioned exercising in some fashion or other, and one member is uh, using um, a video connection to the gym she usually uh, frequents uh, and uh, usually goes to, and they're putting stuff online, and she can exercise at home with the leadership, much like what we all appreciate about IMC and its offerings online. Um, I think those are the most striking. Oh, one, one person mentioned, two people mentioned that uh, it's uh, quite different for husband and wife to be home all the time together. Um, and uh, that takes a little adjusting. Um, but it seems to be working out both for yours truly and for the other member of the group who mentioned it. And I am, uh, I have initiated, personally, I have initiated a number of Zoom uh, meetings with uh, my extended family in pieces. So we're in some ways, we're beginning to connect in a more complete way with people who are remote than we have for a long time. So I'm enjoying that a lot. And that's it for group 13. Thank you, Bill. Um, group 14, please. Okay, this is Brigitte. I'll speak for group 14. Um, we ditto much of what has already been said, how important exercise and being outside is. I have a dog and I've said, I'm so grateful to have a dog to walk. Uh, we walk several times a day. I've been sitting outside uh, in the sun when it's nice enough with my dog and my cats. And I have to say it has really been a very pleasant time. We also talked about appreciating, as has been said, some of the more positive things that have come from this whole experience. Uh, the reduction in pollution, reduction in crime, uh, less traffic, and so being out uh, and about is so much easier. She walks down the middle of the street. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but paying attention oh, and gratitude for uh, IMC and all the services online and also appreciating technology that allows us to connect like this. Um, in ways that we didn't before and hoping that we can bring a lot of these things uh, into our lives when this crisis is over. Thanks. Thank you, Brigitte. So that was group 15, Brigitte, is that what you were? 14. Okay, 15, please. Uh, someone named Ariza was asking about what group she was in. It's group 15. That was Gail, Laura, Nisar, and Ariza. 
You may have to unmute yourself. Uh-huh. Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, good. Uh-huh. I'm Arisa. Can you see me? Yes. Good. And we are in group 15. Uh, it was a small group because one of, one of the, the people couldn't be heard. So there was just the three of us. And somehow we, uh, we, there was a consensus among us that um, we were very grateful to be together by Zoom and mostly gratitude for being alive in good health and um, uh, the most important thing for us now was that we could uh, be home, have food, uh, have an, a nice environment, and have time to be out with ourselves, to talk to our, ourselves more and deeper. And uh, we felt very good about that. Uh, we had a chance to be with our inter to be internal with our thoughts and um, and in short talk to people talk to friends use the opportunity of having zoom nowadays and uh, we're trying to be very disciplined wash hands and do everything that we're told to do exercise, and try to avoid excessive TV watching because it's really scary to know what they have to say around the world, so to measure it to the right degree. And most of the things, most of the topics we covered have already been covered by the previous groups. So I think that's all we had to say. Hey, thank you, Elisa. Elisa, yeah. Um, okay, you're group 15, right? Yes. Okay, group 16, please. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Stan, and uh, there was just me and uh, this lovely lady from Portland and somebody on the phone who couldn't talk, and we didn't know what was going on with that. And uh, my love of following instructions is very, very small. And uh, me and this lovely lady just uh, had a nice, pleasant chat about life. And the only thing that we really agreed on was, or that we really that is pertinent, is how important it is whenever we start to be afraid or anxious to bring our attention back to the moment and to be able to uh, just be here now. Thank you. Thank you, Stan. Okay, um, and last but not least, Group 17. This is Christine, and I'm the spokesperson for Group 17. Um, <clears throat> I, we, many things, of course, that have already been said, but there was an interesting suggestion as far as resources, which was dinner with Zoom, that one of our participants mentioned that she actually has been, um, you know, heard about people getting together with their dinner in their own home and then having a Zoom dinner gathering. That was new. Also, um, can you all hear me? Yes. 
The other part is uh, one of our participants is now living with her adult son, and it was wonderful to hear that she is really, you know, they're enjoying the garden, cooking, and also two of our participants were therapists who talked about the joy of volunteering as a therapist, and one of them was able to give a website where people can go who are volunteer therapists who would like to do that, which the other person really needed. So it was a really great exchange of resources. Also, um, one of the people that was on a retreat, a Zoom retreat with Gil and talked about how rich his time was and so on. We talked about gratitude, the blessings of being with a partner for those people in the group that had that during this time, gardening, walking, cooking, and most importantly, the deep gratitude of what we're doing here with our group. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you all. <clears throat> so let's see. So I think I mentioned, I forget what I mentioned and what I don't mention, but I think I mentioned that uh, Jack Cornfield said this is, coronavirus is not happening to you is happening for you. And we've explored, a lot, of, a lot of us, we've explored the blessings that have come with this retreat that we're doing, this shelter in place. I used to, I, that retreat was kind of a Freudian slip. That's how I feel about it. It's like a retreat. And I was talking to um, a couple of friends last week about the power of this time. Uh, nothing we've ever seen in our lifetimes and probably nothing, we'll never see anything like this again in our lifetimes. This, this historic event that covers the world and all of our neighbors are home and we're home and the streets are silent. And we were thinking of it as a great opportunity, you know, given there are a lot of challenges right now. And we can get involved with those challenges, but we can also get involved with it as an opportunity. And as an opportunity also to um, work with the challenges. That's a great opportunity to work with these, because the challenges that we have now are just variations on the challenges we've had all of our lives with our habitual tendencies. You know, it's different and it's, 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 it's a, a crisis, a worldwide crisis, but it's, it's the same fear that we've always felt, the same anxiety that we've always felt, the same anger, um, frustration. So um, anyhow, we were thinking of it as a great opportunity, not only to uh, find equanimity or, or find some, some kind of peace with the challenges, but also find the greatness of this time, the appreciation of this time, the appreciation of this life. And we've been talking um, 
in our group about this time of life as being this threshold between worldly concerns and as an opportunity in the, in the late season of our life as an opportunity. And, and it's not just for us, for us, for, for these, you know, us meditators near Redwood City, mostly um, in, you know, this century. This, this has been, historically, this has been a time for people in their life to go into um, a spiritual regenerative time in their life. The Buddha saw it. It was an awakening for him when he saw an old person, an elderly person. It was, um, he just, it was described as, well, he saw, you're probably mostly familiar with the four heavenly messengers, but the Buddha was living in the lap of luxury, quite sheltered, and he happened to go into the village with a charioteer, and he saw for the first time he'd never seen an old person, and he'd never seen a, a sick person. He saw a sick person and an old, and he saw a corpse, and he saw a spiritual person, an ascetic. And these are called the four heavenly messengers because this is what woke Buddha up and sent him along his path. And you are one of those heavenly messengers. In a way, in a way, we're angels. We're angels. We're heavenly messengers to ourselves. If we can take that in, take on this, take in the angelic messaging time of this life. So we were noticing that, how precious this is, not only because we're elderly, but because of this kind of enforced retreat by, by this world. <clears throat> and then we were reflecting, and this might be interesting for you to reflect yourselves, what were other times in your life that were really great? That were very, you know, transformational, spiritually fulfilling, rich in, in some ways, just um, wonderful, amazing times in your life, in your history. <clears throat> and I came up with two that I'd like to share with you. Um, one was when I was living at Green Gulch Farm, which is a monastic Zen center community in Marin County. I lived there for many years. And I lived in a very small room. The room was so small that um, I had a single futon bed that filled up most of the room. And there was room for a, an altar. A little, a little Buddha, if anybody can see my little, this was the little Buddha that I had in that room. <laughs> Avalokiteshvara, which I did prostrations to every day. And I had off in that room. I was very young. And, uh, and there was no room in that 
room to hang up my robe. So we, we all, we, this was in a big barn and there were on the top floor, there were these little rooms. And there, there was a one big space for us to hang up our robes. So in the early morning, a wake up bell would go and we would get up and go put on our robes and go downstairs and brush our teeth and wash and, and then sit in meditation and we could sit we sat for a long time, a couple of hours. Pretty much you could sit as much as you want at other times of the day as well. But after the, after the meditation, we would uh, have a service where we would do chanting the Heart Sutra and other Wisdom Sutras we would chant. And we would do prostrations to Buddha to this image of composure and compassion and wisdom, peace, the image of what we'd like to be. And then we would go up to our rooms again and we'd change into work clothes. And as a community, all 65 of us, we would go down to the fields as the sun was rising and, you know, like the world seems to be particularly beautiful to me now, on this retreat that I'm on right now, the world seemed very beautiful then. The farm seemed so beautiful. And there were hills that went up from the farm and the ocean was in the distance. And we were walking down to the fields and the sun was, the sun was coming up. And we all felt so we use the word, we feel so wealthy. We felt so much more wealthy than we imagined the people felt that lived on Pacific Heights. We felt like we had everything the world could possibly offer. And then we, and we would maintain silence and after the work was over, after we worked for an hour and walk up and have a communal breakfast and, um, and the day would go on like that, you know, not that much, not very much talking, mindful, awareness, working, services, meditation, classes. But, it, you know, it wasn't a, like a this panacea, you know, I was young, I had issues. I remember one, one seven-day session that I was on, I, I just could not get out of my anger at a couple of people. Just couldn't get out of it. I was just so angry. I asked, uh, I asked Avaloki, I prayed to Avaloki Teshwar, I helped me with, my, with this, but uh, to no avail. I, and I remember that that was one of the most distinctive sessions I'd ever been on because I felt my anger so intensely. At that time, um, there was this therapy called primal scream, where people would scream from the bottom of their heart. They would just scream. And it was supposed to be a cleansing kind of therapy. Well, Suzuki Roshi called meditation uh, a silent primal scream. So there were these two parts. There was 
the part of coming to terms with um, our, our habits, our human conditions. And I think what I gained most from that time was a trust in awareness that everything could exist in awareness. And no matter how I was feeling, no matter what I was thinking, no matter how impure my thoughts or feelings were, awareness was all around me and within me. And the awareness is stainless. The awareness is pure. The awareness is pristine. And that's my practice to this day, to abide in awareness. And, you know, joy and contentment and peace and everything good comes from awareness. But also, all of the hindrances pass through. But if the awareness is strong, I learned, it's fine. Just welcome, like a guest house. Everyone's welcome. And they all pass through. They all change. So that was... Um, one of my great experiences. I, I lived in other communities. I, lived, I went to Tatsahara and I lived at the city center, but Green Gulch Farm, somehow it was particularly great. Another one that I remembered was when I was a little boy, very little, I was not even four. And my, my mom dropped me off at a school and she said, go on up those stairs and go in and ask where the kindergarten is. So I got out of the car and I went up these stairs and the stairs seemed to last forever. They, they seemed, it seemed like there was, you know, endless stairs. There was probably six, but it seemed like very steep and many stairs to me. But I finally got to the top and I opened these big doors to Oakland School and I went in and was uh, very bewildered. And, uh, but I, I saw a classroom up to, to my, in front of me to the left. So I went into that classroom. And these kids that were at their desks, those old fashioned desks, they all started turning toward me. And they looked like giants, these kids. I think they were third graders. They seemed like giants. And they, and they all started giggling at me, little, very little guy standing there. And I um, got the picture and I turned on my heels. This was not where I belong. I walked out of that classroom. I walked out of the door of Oakland School. I walked down those steps. And I knew where I was somehow. I took a left and I walked down Decatur Street, which was, I went about seven or eight blocks on Decatur Street. And then I knew my street was Lincoln Place. I took a right on Lincoln Place and I went down two blocks to my home. And I went looking for my best friend, a three-year-old named Jimmy Slade. And Jimmy Slade and I, we were best friends and we did a lot of things together. 
We jumped from garage to garage, climbed trees, tried to dig a hole to China. That was a major project. But today, I just wanted to sit on the curb with Jimmy. So we sat on the curb in front of my house. And I remember that sitting on that curb as such a nice time. It just, it sticks out in my memory, such a peaceful time. I was free from all that stuff with the school, free from all that confusion. And I was home with my best friend and just sitting on a stool, on, on a curb, on a September day. And the simplicity and innocence of a very little person, a young person. So I think of this time that this might be one of those times that I might be remember as a phenomenal time. And I want to make it that I'm inspired to get the most out of this time that I possibly can to not waste this time, not only because I'm an angel, an elderly person in this threshold period of life, but because this great opportunity has presented itself to completely devote myself to, uh, and as, to spiritual awakening. And not as like really hard work, but just similar to what we've just been describing and discussing to do what is really good for me, but to do it really, to, to consider this pretty deeply. This is an opportunity. I wonder, I'd like to just read you a poem. And the people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played games and learned new ways of being and were still and listened more deeply. Some meditated some prayed, some danced, some met with their shadows. And the people began to think differently. And the people healed. And in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses and made new choices and dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully as they had been healed. So, golden opportunity, this Sabbath, 
this extended Sabbath, this contemplative time, I had a um, question to take to our groups, but we don't have time for that. Um, so maybe just um, for the last 10 minutes that we have together, anything more that's come up with you about how you can make this um, a very memorable, important time of your life. I know we've discussed this already to some great extent, but maybe more thoughts, maybe more thoughts along those lines. You know, how dealing with shadows and transformation and, you know, what, what, what would you like to do with this time to make this, a, to take advantage of this golden opportunity? David? Yes. I had a, a phone call from Hillary just before this meeting and she asked me to let everybody know, this is not about our transformation, but the 2030 something group is very interested in helping in ways that need to be helped. And all you need to do is get an email to her. It's in the chat box. And I don't know if anybody has a reason, they know somebody that w could use some help from 2030 something group people that you just email, um, Hillary's email, which is, do you, can you see it on the chat, folks? IMC.volunteerdirector at gmail.com. Great. Thank you, Cheryl. Yes. Thank you all. So I'd love to hear from anybody with any thoughts. Okay. Is this hand raised right here? Fran, are you raising your hand? No. no. Okay, uh, Jim, can you unmute yourself? Yeah, so David and all, thank you, um, Chris, especially you, because I know that uh, the internet and the Zoom processing is not as easy, especially with a whole bunch of newbies. But I suggested in the chat that we put together a resource list. And uh, I think I heard from a lot of people that are in touch with webcasts and podcasts and uh, other kinds of resources, uh, groups that you can uh, tune into um, that may be very helpful at this time. So is there a way that uh, we could put that together from this group, which seems like a very well-informed and uh, insightful group? I'm out. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, uh, someone mentioned that uh, Gil is doing morning talks uh, at seven every morning, uh, a half hour guided, and then a 15-minute Dharmet. Um, Spirit Rocks retreats are free uh, online for the next couple of months. So if you'd like to go to a Spirit Rock retreat, I think they're asking for some donation, but that's a resource. Um, and um, I don't know. We'll try to put together a list. I know that I've gotten a list from Fred. I think Fred Branahan, 
if if people have resources, they could send it to the Senior Sangha email. Maybe we could collate and I could send something out to help people uh, access those resources, if, if that would be a help. Yeah, great. Thank you. Um, David, I would just love to have a copy of the poem that you just read. Okay. If it's possible to do that. Thank you. It is. Hello. Yes. Uh, I'm Simone. And I wish that uh, during that time, I could get rid of all the clutter that I have accumulated for a long time in my life. It's very difficult for me to do because I get the feeling that I'm shedding all my identity if I do that. Great. Again, I just want to mention, uh, you know, the, if you'd like to be in a small group, um, please send your name to uh, our website and we'll arrange for a neighborhood group as a great way not only to uh, receive calm, wise eyes and ears, but to give, to give them to others to give your attention to others and help others. David, I just thought I might clarify that there's actually two formations of group efforts going on. So you, the senior Sangha started first trying to create seniors, a senior small group, and that's the effort David talking about and then you also might have received some emails from IMC from Hillary about who's going to arrange a neighborhood group. So, you know, feel free to join both or either and we'll, you know, maybe someday we'll put them together if both efforts succeed. So, yeah. Aziza, were you raising your hand? No. Chris's message was garbled. She was saying there is another, uh, uh, IMC is also doing just in general uh, neighborhood groups. So if you would like to be on another, just a neighborhood group that is not senior Sangha, but is mixed ages, um, please again, write to Hillary to how to get into those groups. Yes. Mary? Uh, you know, I, I know we're 
we're supposed to let go of any kind of identity of who we are and stuff. But I want to thank you for identifying us as angels. <laughs> I, I think that's just so charming. I, you know, I didn't, I don't know, that just sets really nicely with me because the, the four heavenly messengers have always been really heavy for me. And oh my God, now I'm one of those heavenly messengers. And it, it didn't feel very comfortable. But now that you're calling us angels, I can more easily accept that I am one of the four heavenly messengers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So thanks. You're welcome. You are an angel. I agree. You're an angel too. <laughs> Hi, this is Cherry. I'd like to echo the woman who spoke earlier about the clutter and, and in her place and the difficulty we have in terms of getting rid of the, or passing on or getting rid of our treasures, um, like erasing ourselves and um, somehow our identity is tied up with, up with those memories that we save in, the in memorabilia files. And I think it's a very potent question and issue for us, especially while we have this time at home, to downsize and go through things. And, and I thought it would, I thought, be good to address that. Thanks. Thank you. Yes. Kate? Can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, I'm hearing that as a theme. I think it was mentioned the very first session we had, and now several people. And um, it might be worth uh, structuring um, a future senior sangha meeting on that theme um and we always it's always beneficial to uh, think about renunciation and what is it we're letting go of but what is it we're letting go into is is always a good approach and just in general word framing mary's mary nailed it with the um are those heavenly messengers heavy or if we reframe it as an angel it's lighter. And there is actually, I mentioned on, on the chat, um, an article in Palo Alto online by a therapist named Chandrama something or other. It was aimed at couples, but not necessarily everybody. How do we define shelter? How do we define harboring? Do we define it as being limited or do we define it as being uh, comfort? Um, all these are just concepts, and I'm so grateful to Buddhism for letting me understand that a lot of these things are just concepts. And if we look a little deeper, we'll remember that these are just concepts. Um, so anyway, that's my, that's my thought. I'm out. Thank you. Well, may I just say that I'm, I am saving the chat. So all these great suggestions that you put into the chat, we will edit down and send out somehow. So. Okay. 
Any last minute aspirations, great aspirations, small aspirations? You have to uh, unmute yourself. I would just like to be sure we get the source of the last poem. um, I'll I'll, uh, let you. It's Kitty O'Hara. I mean, no, Kitty O'Hara. It's... it's, uh, David? Yeah, it's it's actually it's Kitty O'Meara. It's not the other person you saw. Uh, and what's the name of it? It's, you know, I couldn't find the name, but it begins, it's Kitty O'Meara, O-M-E-A-R-A, and it begins, and the people stayed home. But I'll, we'll send that out to you. Thank you. Welcome. Um, speaking of poems, I'd like to just mention at the de- the last week's retreat, um, Max shared a wonderful poem by um, Pablo Neruda about, um, I don't even know the name, about the world being silent, being quiet for just a moment. And um, I'll, I'll send a link to that because it seems to fit this time. Uh, Mm. Very much. It was beautiful to hear that. Am I on? Oh, there I am. If I don't see myself, I think I'm not able to talk. I just wanted to share um, from an old song. The song is um, For All We Know. And there's a line in it that says, For all we know, this may only be a dream. We come and go like the ripples on a stream. Mm. Reminds me of um, Suzuki Roshi was, he was at Yosemite and uh, he was stunned by this amazing waterfall. And he, he, he was so clear, he could see things so clearly. So he was seeing at the top of the waterfall, the river, this big river, and as it came over the waterfall, he could see the drops of water as they separated out. And he was imagining, he felt sorry for those drops of water. He was imagining they felt quite anxious that they were separated out and uh, upset, worried. (laughs) And that they might have been very happy when they finally fell to the bottom and they rejoined the river again. Well, thank you all. So nice to do this. Um, May all beings be liberated from the turbulent waters of samsara. May all beings and may all of you find peace and ease in the deep calm of the wisdom that lies 
within you. Thank you, David. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Thank you all. This meeting today. Stay well. Stay safe. Stay separate. <laughs> and let people bring groceries to you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you. Fabulous. Bye, and thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so very much. Welcome. All thank you. Well. For all. I appreciate all the insights. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see everybody. Good to see you. <laughs> Stay well. Nice to see everybody. <laughs> and pretend that we're all having lunch together now. <laughs> yeah. I've been to a few lunch luncheons, Zoom luncheons. I have. I have. <laughs> Thank you. I have not. Well, we're going to have coffee together tomorrow, Robert. We are. Our men's group, I think. <laughs> tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye. you, Talk to you. Bye. Soon. Good to see you, David. Chris. Bye, Robert. Bye-bye. Kumi. Bye. Kumi? Yeah. Susan, hi. Yeah. Hi. We haven't been in touch. I'd love to chat with you. Should we call each other? I misplaced the yes. number. Yeah. Okay. Six by, let me give you my number. Okay. Six five zero. Uh-huh. Eight six seven. Okay. Four seven eight eight. Great. Okay, I'll call you later. Okay, Susan. Okay. Talk okay. to you later. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay. So I'm about ready to end the meeting. Shall I, you guys, uh, David, Robert, are you ready to end? Yes, we are. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chris. You were, it went, it went really fantastic. You're a genius. <laughs> In the time. Thank you for, I'm glad you were flexible and just went with what happened. Okay. Yeah, I know it went very well, I thought. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. David, you did okay. a great job. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to okay. say goodbye now. Okay. Bye. I'm, for those of you who are still on, I'm going to end the meeting now. So you will be sent away from here. Okay. Bye-bye.